0: Monstrous Agonies Episode 78 In Wales, supported in their communities. Trepanning is the new black. Next tonight, we return to our weekly advice segment. Where I answer your questions on life, love, and all things liminal. You're listening to the Night Folk Network, the voice of liminal Britain. Our first letter tonight asks what can be done about unwanted attention online. I've always been interested in fashion, ever since I was little. I wasn't super into streetwear or trends or whatever was at Topshop every week, but I loved watching old period dramas with my mums. They weren't always historically accurate, but I loved looking at the absolutely gorgeous gowns and jackets. They were so beautiful. All those layers of fabric, the flowing sleeves and collars. It was all so elegant and pretty. I knew from a young age that at some point... I wanted to dress like that. My genus is what you might call one of amorphous physicality. I'm very, um, gooey. Not like I'm melting all over the place, but like quite slimy. (laughs) The term blob fell out of fashion a little while ago, after the backlash to that movie, but I've never exactly hated it myself. Because of the way our bodies are made up, we don't really need to wear clothes. Some people prefer to, and I prefer to. I told myself starting out that I wasn't going to let misconceptions about my body type stop me from wearing the things I liked. I started a social media account when I made my first dress, just because I wanted to share with my friends overseas what I was making. I've always had a knack for sewing. With pseudopods, there's no risk of pricking myself with the needles. I make most of my own accessories, but had only ever made one dress at the time, and I was incredibly proud of it. It blew up quite a bit. I was getting so much attention, which totally blew my mind. I mean, I'm not that good. (laughs) But people seemed to really like it. I've been posting more and more recently and getting lots of praise and feedback. But along with all the lovely comments... I've had some really nasty ones too. People seem to have all sorts of opinions on whether or not I'm allowed to wear these sorts of clothes. I get told constantly that I'm ruining the fabric or that my body wasn't meant to wear these styles. I am trying not to let it get to me. I love these dresses and I love the way they make me feel about myself. But every time I look in the mirror, I can hear those snide little comments. I could just set my account to private, but I'd lose all the other people that love my work, and I'd feel really bad about that. I don't want other people in my genus to think they can't wear these styles, and I don't want to give the nasty people the satisfaction of being right. Is there anything I can do about this, or should I just set my account to private and be done with it all? I'm afraid this is one of those situations where I can't offer a clear, concise course of action for you, listener. You will have to make your own decision based on your own feelings, experiences and wishes. However, I hope I can be of some help in framing the situation for you so you can at least see your options clearly. As a visible member of the creature community, and one not often represented in mainstream media, schlocky, offensive B-movies aside, I'm afraid you don't have the privilege of simply existing in public. Sharing images of your obviously non-sapio body will not be interpreted as a neutral act. Neither do you have control over what kind of narrative people project onto you. Some will see you as a proud defender of creature rights, a symbol of resistance to sapio normativity, and a hero of marginalised bodies. Others will see you as a threat to the status quo, a walking criticism of everything they hold dear. They will consider it their right, if not their solemn duty, to attack you in the name of defending those precious values. And all the while, you are simply posting a picture of a dress you enjoyed making on a body that enjoys wearing it. I am sorry, listener, that we do not yet live in a world where that is enough. You need to decide the degree to which you're comfortable with your work being interpreted as a piece of art or media, put forth to make some commentary on the world. I would not blame you at all if you decided you'd rather maintain control over your images and protect your privacy. Equally, though, posting publicly would serve as some much-needed representation for amorphous body types. It might inspire others to do the same, and serve as evidence that people with amorphous bodies can wear whatever they damn well please. It's a good message, and an important one, but it's not a message worth sacrificing your health or happiness. If posting publicly makes you dislike what you see in the mirror, If the pushback is simply too strong to resist, then please, prioritise yourself. No matter how much people on the internet would like you to be, you are not a symbol, or a representation, or a piece of content to be consumed and analysed. You are a person, and a creature. And your happiness is resistance enough. Has dating got you in a scale, mate? Looking for a cold-blooded bow to turn up the heat? Scalar is an all-new dating app for reptiles and amphibians alike. Scalar. Less heartbreakers, more cloacers. Proud members of the Nightfolk Network. That's not even the correct plural of cloaca. Ugh. Moving on. Our second letter tonight is from a listener concerned about sharing their identity. I'm really hoping my parents don't listen to this. I mean, they they couldn't know it was me, could they? You get letters from all over the place. There's, There's no reason they'd think it was me, right? I really just... I need this to be, um... Private. Um... So this was ages ago. I I don't think you'll remember. You had this letter from some guy whose kid was um, well, he found a letter from his son in the bin, and it was his son telling him th- that he was, you know, a, a different. Well, I um, well, I've I've always been um a bit different. The, the boy in the letter was autistic I, i'm i'm not I, I don't think but um in other ways i was listening to that letter and the man kept saying all these things about um iron uh touching iron or or not uh not being able to and being really weirdly good with animals um and being lucky being incredibly lucky to the point where you can't even play games like other people because it's it's not fair on them um well i i started looking into it googling you know only i deleted my search history not like that other lad <sighs> and i i started putting things together and um i I think, I think I might be, be uh, different too. Um, and my parents, is it all right that I still call them that? I know now they're not my um, biological parents. That's so weird. I looked like my dad, I thought I'd... I thought I did maybe it's just wishful thinking or maybe when they when they did the swap they oh, I, can't, I can't really think about that actually sorry um uh I can't tell my parents they're not um they're not hateful or anything I feel like if I got bitten or turned or something they they'd be all right with it but looking them in the eye and saying, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, actually, I'm, but well, I'm not yours. <laughs> I was never yours. I've always been something else. You had your own son, a real son, and then you were tr- tricked. Like, I'm." Um, A bad consolation prize. Um, uh, uh, what, what do I do? Oh, my dear listener. Let me get something absolutely clear from the outset. You are not a consolation prize. Your parents are lucky to have you in their lives and you deserve every ounce of love and affection that they've given you since you became their child. The way you came into their lives may be unconventional, but that does not undermine your place in their family. Biology is nothing but a happenstance of blood, a quirk of genetic code. What is mere biology in the face of shared experiences, dedication, affection, commitment? When it comes to telling your parents about your suspicions, you need to tailor your approach according to your relationship with them. You don't have to share your concerns with them if they aren't safe for you to be vulnerable with or if you feel like their worst likely reaction might put you in danger. However, from what you've told me, it doesn't sound as if that's the case. If the worst likely reaction is that they don't understand, or have some complicated feelings on the matter, I think it's worth taking the risk. But please, take your time. There's no deadline here, and you aren't doing anything wrong by holding off until you've thought things through. If you are, as you suspect, a different genus to your parents, you will need to learn about your genus and how it affects your body, your abilities, your limitations. You may or may not wish to connect with your genus's culture, And even asking that question is something you could find emotionally challenging. If your parents are people you can trust, who love you and want to take care of you, then they will be invaluable allies to you in this search for meaning and stability. If they are not, and only you can judge either way, then I recommend you find other people to support you in this whether that's another family member, a youth group leader, or a trusted teacher. You can't navigate this alone, listener. Nor do you have to. Reach out and let the people who love you help you through this. And please, try to be kinder to yourself. To put it simply, my dear, you are a gift to your family and to the world. That's all we have time for this week. Up next, we take a deep dive into the world of competitive dimension hopping. What is it that draws competitors to this extreme sport and the extreme risks entailed? Demolition. Ten sixes between them. You ready to tell us what really happened? Episode 78 of Monstrous Agonies was written and performed by H.R. Owen. Tonight's first letter was submitted by Spider Honey. The second letter is by Robin, and this week's advert was by It's Something Cosmic. Thanks, friends. Hello, and thank you to our latest supporter on Patreon, Claire. Join them at patreon.com slash monstrousagonies or make a one-off donation at ko-fi.com slash hroin. You can also support the show by sharing with your friends and familiars and following us on Tumblr at monstrousagonies and on Twitter at monstrous underscore pod. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. The theme tune is Dakota by Unheard Music Concepts. Thanks for listening and remember, the real monsters are the friends we made on the way.